Well, Stacy, should you explain what happened? Do you think you could get through it without trashing this whole room? <laughs> no, I'm about to fucking quit podcasting. <laughs> Don't do it because our listeners will be very upset. But some things just happened. Mm-hmm. So it is today. It is today. Fucking the day that you guys are listening to this or the next day. It's September 29th. Yep. Sunday. That is the date. It is 4.21 p.m. <laughs> San Diego time. And we just finished recording episode 56, which is next week's episode. Mm-hmm. And our beloved Aaron yep. <laughs> accidentally <laughs> dropped the hard drive that contained today's episode. Oh, it contained everything. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm not too worried about all the other episodes because I have most of them on my computer. Plus, they're all fucking published. Yeah. But the problem is, all you lovely listeners, if you're not following along with a problem already <laughs> is that i fucking lost today's episode yeah this the- is after i've spent i don't know how many hours fucking editing and it was fucking comedic gold i'm sure <laughs> it, i laughed out loud <laughs> multiple times son of a bitch well here's the thing yeah so episode 55 will not be gracing your ear holes today not today Probably not ever because Aaron just went to Best Buy. <laughs> Probably not ever because Aaron went to Best Buy and they were like, oh yeah, we start at $500. And I was like, oh, guess what kind of cash I don't have. <laughs> yeah. And also they have to send it out to like fucking, I don't know, the space station to be like, you guys figure it out. <laughs> NASA, can you help? <laughs> can you help pull episode 55 off of this broken hard drive? Yeah. <sighs> Which by the way, it didn't even fall that far. No, it fell like, I don't know, less than a foot. Yeah, and it didn't even make a bad sound. No. But then when you plug it in, it makes a bad sound. (laughs) Now it makes a bad sound. So our solution to this pollution. Yeah, we're not going to leave you high and dry. No, no. We are leaving some people high and dry. Probably the most important people in our life are Patreon. That's true. Because we've decided that while Erin goes home and before she hangs herself, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we were going to publish the first Patreon episode we ever recorded Mm -hmm. for today's episode, just so some people who don't Patreon. Yep. The people who haven't heard it can still hear something. Something. And then everybody who is a fucking valued member of our patronage. And who's caught up on everything, you're going to be fucking itching for something. (laughs) Yes. And I'm sorry that you've heard this one before, but I promise that soon we will do something. To make up for it. Yes. To make up for it. Like we'll slap an extra Patreon episode out there. Exactly. And it'll be free. I will fucking slap together so many goddamn episodes (laughs) because you're pregnant and you don't need this stress. And I'm always awake, so I'll just fucking research so much murder. I almost went into labor when that hard drive hit the floor. (laughs) (laughs) It's too early, guys. So to our patrons, we are really, really sorry that this isn't new content for you today. Yes. We're going to make it up to you. We will make it up to you. It'll be worth it. You'll get like a double hit one week. That's a goddamn promise. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) See what I did there? Yeah. Yeah. This is Aaron's fucking goddamn for the year. Yeah. Yeah, this is my goddamn next week, guys. (laughs) And for the rest of eternity. Oh, man. But for everyone who's not a Patreon, and so you haven't heard this one yet, our format is a little bit different. It's just one story, but it's a little bit more Mm in-depth. And uh, I believe this one is from Stacy. 
Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. So <laughs> six months ago. Good luck. Hope it was good. <laughs> I hope you like it. And if you like it, then come join us at Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the type of content you're going to get. Not this beginning part. <laughs> no, no, no. But we're super sorry. We love you guys. Please hang with us. Don't bail on us. And if this is your first time listening to us, hop on over to fucking episode 53 yeah because that's what we're normally about or if this is your first time listening to us please note we're fucking regular ass humans who mis- make mistakes sometimes oh man but we're fixing it yes and we're dedicated to this yeah yeah because if we weren't i'd be done now <laughs> so we love you guys we'll put this all on social media and shit too but in the meantime enjoy sorry <laughs> Okay, are we recording? Yes, we are. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our very first Patreon episode. God damn. We promise not to sing too much. <laughs> I never promise that. That's But fair. I guess since you're paying, maybe we shouldn't. Yeah. Well, you know. It's what the people like. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. I think they just like our banter. That's and then our that's half stories. of it. The singing is part of our banter. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're created with. You know, okay. I don't want to go into any tangents here because uh-huh. I'm already starting. But that is so funny that that's the one way Aaron and I have learned to work together is through song. <laughs> <laughs> that's real true. Like when we play co-op video games, we will fucking murder each other. But then the moment you put it into a song, we're like, oh, she's not yelling at me. She just needs a little help. Yeah. Let me help her. <laughs> it's fine. Can she's... you cut the goddamn lettuce, bitch? <laughs> I'm about to fall in the goddamn lava. <laughs> <laughs> will you catch my pan? <laughs> we're playing overcooked in that song yeah we were <laughs> listen that was a test to our relationship yes right it was if anyone wants to test their relationships go ahead and download overcooked that it's game is fun yeah we are not sponsored by them but we no. should be because we fucking that's crush right it. but never play with your significant other oh i did we beat it yeah we didn't even get divorced once oh i still play it with lee and then <laughs> half the time i'm like this is just like real life. You got to do the goddamn dishes. You can't Seriously. just let the dishes pile up. How are we supposed to eat with no dishes? Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Send it out on no plate? It yells at me. Come on. <laughs> and then poor Lee starts panicking because I'm getting pissed. <laughs> it's got like PTSD from real life. Yeah. Brandon won't play with me anymore because we beat it. And then it was like, beat it again with four stars this time. And I was like, hell yeah, one more time. <laughs> and Brandon was like, no. We barely made it through that one. Yeah. And I haven't been able to get him to play since. Uh, it's probably for the better. You know, it's not, though. I really want to play. <laughs> I'll play with you. Thank you. If we ever get time. But we're too busy doing fucking podcasting shit. That's true. And Woo-hoo. now we're added some more on our plate. Yeah, we did. I keep giving you finger guns. I like it. I'm taking them. <laughs> pew, pew. I'm, short. I'm shooting them in the air. <laughs> we're so excited to do our first Patreon episode. Hell yeah, we are. First of all, we want to thank you guys, you ladies and gents, for so much. participating and showing us your love yeah. and letting us know that you're interested in the shit we talk about. And donating a little bit of your hard-earned money. And Hell we are yeah. so motherfucking appreciative Hell of it. Hell yeah. We're going to work hard for them dollar dollar bills, y'all. Hell yeah, we are. Anyway, so let's just fucking start this shit. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Kick it off. I'm going to kick it off. So... 
for the Patreon, we have decided only one of us is going to tell a story for this episode. Yes. And it'll hopefully go into a little bit more detail yes. than the normal ones. Uh-huh. Um, maybe a little bit longer so you can get a little bit more bang for your buck. Uh-huh. And then at the end, we'll do some Q&A. Yeah. We got some questions from some of our listeners, and we'll go ahead and read those and then answer them. And uh, uh keep on sending them in and so we'll do them in future ones as well that's right that means we need you guys to send us questions yeah so send them to us at our email isgdpodcast at gmail.com yep okay so let's get started all right get the show on the road you lovely fucking people yeah okay my story wait say the first one is from stacy or something like that the first one is from stacy oh god damn it (laughs) (laughs) i hope you keep that You're such an asshole. All right, fucking tell your story. <laughs> this is such a shit show. Okay, That's our life, Erin. <laughs> since this is Stacy's episode, <laughs> yeah. All right, so Stacy, why don't you go ahead and give me your goddamn story? But think, it's not your goddamn story. Ugh, you know I think the listeners n- will never know who we are, but no. at this point in time, they might know that Stacy is telling the story <laughs> <laughs> since I have said it now. <laughs> Uh, oh I feel like there's hope for it's some people. Me up. It's like more nerve wracking when you know they're paying for it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just staring at you, judging you. Ah, I'm judging the shit out I, of your research. I'm used to you being judging me. That's true. I'm being all judgy. Yeah, motherfuckers. All okay. Right. So, my first Patreon story is about Robert Berdella. Ooh. From <gasps> Kansas City, Mer- Missouri. 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 <laughs> Do you know this one already? No, but I heard Bordella and I thought of Bordeaux. <laughs> Like, I want fucking chocolate. Just a fat ass over here that wants chocolate. Oh, my God. Okay, back to my murder story. Okay, sorry. He's known as the Kansas City Butcher. Ooh, we have a lot of butchers. So, Robert was born in 1994 into a deeply religious family. Okay. And as what a, religion? Uh, I didn't write it down. All right. Fucking probably Catholic. They're all Catholic. <laughs> well, you know, if it was like a culty religion or if it was like uh, a regular religion. Scientology. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is a far different story. That is so fucking true. I should have wrote it down. But I feel like it was some sort of, you know, Catholicism. Some and normal like, one. Yeah. Run-of-the-mill religion. Yeah. Right. yeah. That we all agree is okay to be. <laughs> but we all agree that Scientology is a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. All right. Now that we've <laughs> established that. Now that we've established what religions are okay to be. Yeah. Jesus. Who are we to say? Right. So as a child, Robert was very intelligent, but he didn't have many friends. Okay. As happens in life. Mm-hmm. Until you get older and then everybody's like, he's real smart. I'm going to be his friend. Yeah. He makes a lot of money. That guy's going places. Yeah. But when you're younger, you're like, mm, nerd. Yeah. Look at this guy over here with the glasses. <laughs> Four eyes. Oh, so mean. He wore thick glasses is my next <laughs> sentence. And he had a speech impediment. Well, listen. <laughs> you called it. I know, because I know that guy. Be friends with him, everyone, because yes. he'll take you places. Yeah. Maybe or, not this guy, though, because he's a fucking butcher. Yeah. I mean, but maybe he wouldn't have been a butcher if you guys just would have fucking talked to him. Yeah, that's true. Jesus Christ, people. <laughs> Jesus Christ, people. Make so, friends with the kids with glasses. All right. So he wasn't very athletic. I guess he had, like, high blood pressure as a kid. Oh, that's rough. And he had to take a bunch of medicine because of it. And so he couldn't, like, do P.E. and shit. Okay. So his father would often physically and emotionally abuse him and his brothers, as often is the case with these assholes. Yeah. And as Robert hit his teenage years, he realized that he was homosexual. Okay. Which doesn't help his, like, abuse from his father either. No, especially not in, like, a deeply religious family. No. 
But he kept this information to himself, and he even had, like, a girlfriend at one point. Oh, wow. A beard. Yes, he had a beard. In his mid-teenage years, Robert began to be less shy, and he started to, like, exert himself more socially. And he was known as... This isn't a good thing to be known as. He was known as rude and condescending towards his peers, especially if they were women. Like, he had this thing against women. Okay. When he was 15, his father died suddenly of a heart attack on fucking Christmas Day. Yeah, but good, because he was abusive, right? Yeah, I guess. But that's never good for any... Like mental shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That'll still fuck you up. Yep, still will. Shortly after his father's death, his mother remarried. Oh. And this really pissed Robert off. Oh. I don't know why he has this allegiance to him, but still. He's all mad. You're not my father. Yeah. Well, so, any boy and his stepdad, or any girl and his their stepmom. That's true. Or any kid and their stepparent. That's true. But some stepparents are fucking bitching. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After this traumatic event of his dad dying and his mom remarrying and everything, he began to become more withdrawn again. Okay. And he would busy himself with, like, solitary activities, such as collecting coins and stamps, and he would write foreign pen pals. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I would like a foreign pen pal now. I would too. We're trying to get them through this podcast. We are. That's my main goal starting this podcast. <laughs> to get a pen pal. I know, right? You don't Sorry. have to be foreign. <laughs> Just a pen pal. <laughs> pen me, I'll pal you. <laughs> okay, so these pen pals would send him unique gifts from their native countries. And he began a collection of these trinkets. Okay. And this led him into avidly collecting primitive art and antiques. That's cool. None of this sounds bad yet. Yeah, I know, right? Sounds pretty cool. It won't stay cool. Okay. <laughs> he also enrolled in college in hopes of becoming a college professor. Like, he's going to go places. Yeah. But when he got to college, he kind of fell into the wrong crowd. And his group of friends that he associated with were, like, into drugs. And they began selling drugs on campus and shit. Oh, shit. And he also began abusing alcohol, which is like any fucking college student, right? Yeah. Drinking booze and taking drugs. Yeah. But what he started to do that wasn't very normal was torture animals. That's not good. Nope. That's never good. There's three instances that they note, and one was a chicken and a dog and a duck. And I guess he would, like, I didn't look into the details because clearly I don't want to fucking know this shit. Yeah. But I guess he would, like, experiment with tranquilizers and crap. Oh. And one of the thing with the duck, he, like, cooked the duck alive. <gasps> As, like, an art installment or some shit. That's not art. No, 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 no. I don't know how or what or anything. I just know that's all I know about Where them. did he get a duck? Oh, I had a duck. Yeah. His name was Sir Buckley. But you had a baby duck. I had a baby duck. Can you just buy an adult duck? Because you just bought a baby duck. Yeah, that shit was only, like, $2 yeah. at the feed store. Maybe he bought a baby duck and turned it into an adult duck and then was like, I'm going to cook it. Circle of life. That's, I don't know. That's fucked up. Yeah. Circle of life. I don't know. He was eventually arrested for selling drugs at the age of 19 on campus because he sold fucking meth to an undercover cop. Well, like, listen. Those are some intense drugs. Meth will get you places. Yeah. Not good places. No, it won't. But it'll get you places. Not even once. Don't do it. Mm-mm. When I was researching this and they said drugs, I was thinking like pot and shit. Like, nah, Yeah, I was too. Pop and Molly's. And then they said meth and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. He was really into some drugs. <laughs> Speaking of... Now we're going to get, like, wildly off topic. But have you heard about that drug, which I know you have, but I forget what it's called, but, like, where people in fucking Russia are Crocodile. shooting... 
Yes. Yes, I have. And like they shoot it in their arms and it's like literally eating their skin alive. Yeah, and they turn all gangrenous and stuff. Yeah. And they're like gangrenous. fucking bones are exposed. Is it not that? No, I just pro- I was just thinking gangrene and then you added nuts. Gangrenous. <laughs> yeah. Gangrenous. Yeah. And their like leg is exposed and shit. Yeah. That shit is fucking intense. If you guys want nightmares, Google that shit. Yeah. Ugh. And it's literally made out of like Drano and shit and people are just like shooting yeah. it up because it's cheap and it works. Yeah, well, it does something. It kills them. I don't know if it works. Well, it gets them high, but yeah, it also eats up their eyes. A lot of shit will get you high. Yeah, yeah, a lot of (laughs) shit will. Anyway, so back to Robert here. He was arrested for selling meth to an undercover cop. Okay. And he posted bond and pled guilty, and he was charged with five years of suspended sentence. Okay. Which just means that, like, hey, don't do shit for five years. Don't do anything wrong for five years, and we're not going to do anything to you. Yeah. And if you don't, then we'll dismiss your shit. Okay. So eventually Robert drops out of college partially because he was getting a lot of backlash for his animal torture. Like he was known around campus as the dude who tortured animals. Jesus. And so his peers were like, this guy's not so cool anymore. Yeah. Robert moves into a house at this point after he drops out and he's very open about being gay. Okay. To like the neighbors and stuff. And he starts taking in male prostitutes. Ooh. And drug addicts and, like, troubled men. Mm-hmm. And taking so, in as in hanging out with or taking in as in, like, hey, man, you like, need a place to stay? Yeah, like, taking in as in, like, hey, need a place to stay? Okay. He would befriend them and try to help them, quote-unquote, clean up their act, so he claims. Mm-hmm. So he would have sexual relations with some of these men, like, and often they were younger men, and he would establish control over them by saying, like, hey, you can have money, or you can come live at my house for rent free, but you have to have sex with me. Okay. So basically he was paying the prostitutes or he was saying you could live here, but we're going to bone. Yeah. And they were younger, so he kind of like manipulate them in a way. So Robert did become an active member in his neighborhood, despite his shady acts. All right. <laughs> he was chairman on the Neighborhood Watch organization, <laughs> which I find funny (laughs) nobody looked into his fucking past or his like shenanigans that are going on in what does it take to be like chairman of the neighborhood watch i just like to assign that to yourself you're just gathering together and you're like hey do you watch neighborhood this week i honestly i think like you just start it and you're like hey man i'm starting a neighborhood watch I'm going to watch your house. How many people you got? So far, I'm the chairman. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to be my VP? I get one of those signs in my yard with the creepy guy with the hat. I'm going to put this one in front of your house if that's cool. (laughs) With the creepy guy with the hat. (laughs) The fucking Inspector Gadget. Like silhouette. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. He would also assist in local fundraisers around the neighborhood. And he was described by his neighbors as flamboyant with a haughty attitude. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like we all know that gay man in our so life. So he was a bitch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tammy, I said to bring peanut butter cookies. <laughs> Get these oatmeal raisin bitches out of here. <laughs> Where the hell is my chiffon? <laughs> all right. Enough jokes. <laughs> as a way to bring in some, like, extra cash, he began running a side business from his home. Okay. Where he would sell his unique art and antiques and collectibles. All right. And this actually brought in a decent amount of money for him. And eventually he opened up his own business and he called it Bob's Bizarre Bazaar. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and it was a booth at a flea market. Okay, so some months at his bazaar, he would bring in like a good deal of cash. And other months, he would like struggle to make ends meet. So he would steal merchandise from other 
merchants. Oh, Jesus. And he would sell it, or he would take in lodgers at his home to bring in, like, extra cash to make ends meet, right? Okay, yeah. At the flea market, where he had his, like, standard little stand, there was another merchant who he became acquainted with by the name of Paul and Paul's younger son, Jerry. And they worked, like, across the fucking hallway from each other. Okay. And Jerry was 19, Paul's son. Yeah. Was 19. And at this time, Robert is 33 years old. And I guess Jerry and his friends would often taunt Robert for being gay. Oh, it's fucked up. Yeah. But then later, it was like this weird relationship where they would like fight and then they would be friends and I don't fucking understand it. So I guess Jerry would taunt him for being gay and then later he confided in Robert that he would earn money on the side as being a male prostitute. And then they would like argue about something stupid and then Jerry would confide in Robert about things or Robert would help give him financial advice or I don't know. It was like this weird friendship that they had. All right. Interesting. So they weren't just like total enemies. On July 5th of 1984, after Robert and Jerry had their like on again and off again friendship, they were on and Robert offered to give Jerry a ride to a dancing contest that he had wanted to attend. All right. And (laughs) bust a move. Let's do it. I really need to make this dancing contest, Robert. Yeah. In the 80s? What was that? Oh, it was 84. Yeah. White Snake? <laughs> Nirvana? That was probably 90s. But it was like fucking disco or some shit. Oh, it's man. Like disco was still kind of alive. John Travolta? Travolta? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know why I said Tay. John Travolta. <laughs> okay. Instead of taking him to the contest, though, Robert began to feed Jerry alcohol and Valium and other sedatives. And he did this in his car like oh yeah i'll take you there and he started like drink this cocktail yeah and he was like all right fuck yeah i'll do that yeah and then eventually took jerry back to his house and jerry becomes unconscious from all the shit that he gave him yeah and robert starts to inject him with tranquilizers and ties him to a bed it's like a bed in his house somewhere like he's got this fucking spare room with a bed and he ties him to it that's fucked up first of all i'd like to apologize if you guys can hear my dogs they're used to it by now yeah you know but holy shit. So he's got him tied up to this bed. He is tied up to this bed and he is fucking tranquilized. All right. That's um, fucked up and a fucking terrifying way to wake up. Yes. He was tied to the bed for 28 hours. Oh my God. Where he was continually drugged and tortured and Robert raped and violated him with foreign objects. No. And I guess Jerry would wake up and would like beg to be freed, but Robert would just ignore him. And here's the creepier part. Okay. Robert kept a detailed diary of this and, like, would say, like, 8 o'clock, Jerry woke up, pled for his life. I ignored him. Like, 9 o'clock. What the fuck? Injected 20 cc's of this shit, right? Like, it was a detailed log. log. That's And then he up. would write, like, how Jerry reacted to them. Like, passed out for 45 minutes. It was like a fucking science experiment. Oh, my God. So then Jerry either asphyxiated on his own vomit Or the combination of a gag and the drugs were too strong for him to get sufficient oxygen, and he died. That's so sad. Those are from Robert's notes. Like, he wrote, like, I don't know if he died from his vomit or if he just couldn't get oxygen, but he dies. What the hell? Yeah. So Robert attempts CPR on Jerry. Why? But okay, he attempts CPR, maybe to torture him more, but he wasn't successful at it. Which, fun fact, everybody, if you're doing CPR and you have your client your victim your patient on the bed it's not effective no you have to put them on a hard surface like in geronimo push them on the floor 
They're already dead. It won't hurt them. Well. And then do CPR. Maybe you'll bring them back to life. Yeah. Anyway, so he wasn't successful. So he takes Jerry's body into the basement where he suspends him over a large pot. What? And he... He's dead, right? He's dead. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But he, like, has this fucking rig system, like a pulley system in his fucking basement. And he's got a pot down there. Does he have any lodgers at this time? I don't know. I don't think so. Hey, man. He must not. What are you cooking down there in the yeah, basement? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Don't come down here. Don't come down here. I'm not decent. Get the hell back upstairs. <laughs> Get to those cookies, Tammy. <laughs> anyway, so he suspended his body over a large pot. And he made incisions in, on Jerry's arms. On, like, his inner elbows and at his jugular. Oh, my God. And then he left the corpse hanging overnight to drain all the blood into the pot. That's fucking sick. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine walking in on that? No! Fucking, or, like, going to bed at night knowing there's just a body hanging downstairs draining itself. Ugh. Gross. So Robert then dismembered the body using a chainsaw and a boning knife. Oh my god. That just sounds messy. Like, I get that he got rid of the blood, but like chunks of flesh flying around. Yeah, a chainsaw. Ugh. And loud. Yeah. Hey, what are you using a fucking chainsaw for in the basement? Yeah. Do you think it was like an electric chainsaw? It'd still be loud. Yeah, but still, like, I'm thinking of the exhaust at this point. Oh yeah, open the fucking (laughs) tiniest basement windows. Oh my god. So he wraps up sections of the body parts in newspaper and he placed them in trash bags and then took those trash bags and put them in larger trash bags and he left them on the curb for the garbage truck to pick up. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's ballsy. Talk about taking a risk. Yeah. Nothing to see here. Not just going to drive that shit to the dump, huh? Nope. I mean, why? When There's a lot of work cutting up bodies. I just don't have the time. So... When Jerry was reported missing and investigators spoke with Robert, he claimed that he had taken Jerry to the dance contest and had dropped him off, but that was like the last time they had seen him. Yeah. I guess they couldn't really find anything to implicate him in Jerry's disappearance, so he never became a full suspect or they didn't really question him any further. It was just like, "Mm, I saw him here last and they were like, thanks guys. Yeah, he wasn't like real suspicious or anything. Yeah. So on April 10th, 1985, Robert had a roommate staying with him who paid rent and who Robert claims to have not been sexually attracted to. Okay. Fun fact. Yeah. So Robert comes home from work and he finds his roomie to be drunk. And Robert takes this as an opportunity to quote unquote express some of the anger and frustration that he had towards other people. Like, oh, good. Yeah. Like, he's just like, oh, you're fucking drunk. Well, fuck you and fuck everybody else. I'm going to take out some of my anger on you. So he drugs the roommate with sedatives and ties him to that bed for three days and tortures him. Oh, my God. And he tortures him by, this is where it's going to get gory. Okay. Everybody knows I'm the one with the details. Yeah. (laughs) With the gross details. Yeah. He tortures him by swabbing his left eye with drain cleaner. (gasps) What the fuck? That's awful. What the fuck? Inserting needles under his fingernails. No. Binding his wrist with piano wires to damage the nerves, like he would pull them so tight it damaged the nerves. Oh my god. And then he filled his ears with caulking to reduce his hearing. Everybody makes fun of the way I say caulk. Cock. Yeah. Everybody wants me to say cock. It's caulk, bitches. It's cock. It's caulk. <laughs> 
Anyway, she so. she means cock, guys. <laughs> I'll say cock all day long. <laughs> but anyway, so they shove that shit in his ears to reduce his hearing. That's fucking gross. Oh my god. Ugh, could you Terrifying. imagine? No, I can't, and I don't want to. That would make you feel so claustrophobic. Ugh, like when your head's underwater. Yeah. And your face is above. Yeah, Ugh. that's literally what I was thinking. It's like underwater. When you're in a bathtub. Oh, I hate that. And you're like, hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Oh, God. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Okay. So three days after he was holding the roommate hostage, a repairman came to do some work on Robert's roof. And Robert panicked and decided that he was going to suffocate the roommate by putting a sack over his head. And he tied a piece of rope around his neck. Okay. So he wasn't, like, going to keep him longer, but somebody came and he panicked. So he killed him. Oh, did he, like, answer the door first? And then he's like, uh, hold on one second. I think the guy just came and started working on his roof. I and don't know. So he's really like, know. I gotta get rid of this so he doesn't scream or something? Yeah, I don't really know. Oh, that's awful. So then Robert takes this man's body and dissects it in one of his bathtubs. Okay. So he doesn't go downstairs in the basement. On June... Dissects of- it or dismembers it? Both. I guess. Yeah. (laughs) I guess he really can't do one without the other, but... He does the same little routine of chopping up. Yeah. (laughs) On June of 1985, so this is like two months later, Robert finds a man by the name of Mark Wallace hiding in his tool shed, and the guy was like attempting to seek shelter from a storm. Okay. Bad fucking place to try and stay. You landed in the wrong spot, buddy. Shouldn't go down there. Back the way you came. He's just like, oh, Long hello. Day. Yeah. <laughs> Robert actually knew the man because he had previously helped him with yard work. And so Robert was like, hey, man, you don't have to stay in my shed. You don't have to hide in here. Why don't you come inside my humble abode? Okay. And so what once. a nice fella. Yeah. How Neighborly. hospitable. Yeah. So once inside, Robert offered to inject Mark with a sedative to help relax him because he looked a little tense. And Mark no. agrees to this. No. <laughs> yeah. No, he doesn't. Because he's not idea. that stupid. No Terrible one's that idea. stupid. Well, he agrees to it. And 30 minutes after the injection, Robert takes him captive. And he ties him to the bed. Jesus. And alligator clips were clamped to his nipples. Ouch. And electric shocks were administered. <gasps> Additionally, Robert began fuck? shoving hypodermic needles into various muscles in Mark's back. And Mark started going, like, in and out of consciousness. Again, this is all detailed in his diary, in Robert's diary. This is fucked up. It's a little torture chamber. And he's, like, fucking running experiments now, shocking people and shit. Oh, my God. So then on June 23rd, 1985, so this is one day of torture, at 7 p.m., Mark died from a combination of the drugs and the lack of oxygen from the gag. Again, this was in, this is like Robert's account of what happened. So he's no medical professional, but that's what he says happened. Yeah. So his next victim, he treated similarly. He was a past acquaintance by the name of James Ferris. And on September 26th, this dude is just like racking him up of the same year. A couple months later, James and Robert met up at a bar and they go back to Robert's house. So they're previously friends. They meet up at a bar, and Robert's like, hey, let's go back to my house. And Robert crushes up tranquilizers into James's meal and ties him to the bed and tortures him for 27 hours. Oh, my God. He would administer electric shocks to his shoulders and testicles for five minutes at a time. Five minutes? What the fuck? 
And then he would insert needles into his neck and genitals. Can you imagine five minutes of anything? No, I can't. No. Uh, contractions are like 30 seconds. They yeah. last 30 seconds to a minute. And I thought I was dying. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get like 30 seconds and then they happen again. Yeah. Anyway, James too fell in and out of consciousness because of this torture. And Robert's log noted that his breathing was labored and he eventually died. That's so sad. I know. There's a couple more, guys. So, Robert's next victim was a previous tenant of his who was also a known, like, drug addict and prostitute. Mm-hmm. And his name was Todd Stoops. Mm-hmm. Stoop kids <laughs> came off a <of> stoop. <laughs> stoop kids never lose a stoop. <laughs> anyway, so Todd had since long moved out of Robert's house. And they happened to run, in, run into each other at a local park. Okay. And Robert invited him back to his house for lunch again. He's, like, trying to play the guy helping him out. Yeah. And also, like, the guys of sex, like, come over, and we're going to have some sex and some food. <laughs> and because Todd needed some cash for some drugs, he was like, I'll pay you for some sex. Like, okay. I'll feed you, and I'll pay you for some sex. Come over here, and let's have a good time. Robert was, like, really attracted to Todd, supposedly. So he wanted to make Todd a sex slave. Oh, God. He didn't really want to kill him. So he would use the electrical shock routine on Todd, but would shock him through his closed eyes <gasps> in an attempt to blind him. What the fuck? Yeah. First of all, yeah. your drain cleaning thing probably would have done better at blinding him. But yeah. Oh, God. Just Damn. Saying. He would, well, funny you say that. He would inject drain cleaner into his larynx to try to make him mute and stop him from screaming. Oh, my God. So Robert ruptured Todd's anal wall with his fist. What the fuck? Which caused a bunch of bleeding and, like, discharge and shit. Oh, God. Because it got infected. Oh, God. And he held Todd captive for two fucking weeks. Oh, my God. Two weeks. At one point, Todd asked for some food. And when Robert denied him, Todd started to sob. Again, this is all in Robert's log. Robert's diary started to note that Todd wouldn't keep food down and he couldn't breathe if he were in the sitting up position and he eventually died on July 1st of 1986. What the fuck? So I guess this one was a little more sparsed out because now we're in 86. Jesus though. Yeah, fucking gross, right? Like how do you expect anyone to live if you're injecting them with shit like that and electrical shocking them and crap? Yeah, you're just trying to create like your fucking mute, blind, just a body. Well, get this. It was later determined that Todd died of septic shock caused by the infection from his ruptured anal wall. So it wasn't even all that other shit. It was oh like my God. his shit got infected so bad it got into his blood and he died. That's awful. Ugh. So in the spring of 1987, so like a year later, Robert met a 20-year-old man by the name of Larry Pearson. And the man ended up living with Robert rent-free in exchange for doing some house chores. And on June 23rd, Robert got Larry drunk, as he does, and injected him with chlormazepine. Nope. Chlorpomazine. Chlorpomazine. He injected him with a sedative. (laughs) (laughs) Or an antipsychotic or some shit. I don't know what it was. But then he took him into the basement where he bound Larry's wrist and hung him from a brick column by the wrists. Jesus. He had his little torture chamber. So he injected Larry's larynx with a drain cleaner, and then he began shocking him as well. 
he also broke his hands with a metal rod to make him submissive as well as sexually abused him. And Robert claims that Larry was the most cooperative prisoner that he had. So even though he was cooperating with what... He was still doing fucked up shit, obviously. Yeah. So as a reward for being so cooperative, Robert moved him to the bed and Robert promised to lessen his abuse if Larry continued to cooperate with the sexual and physical abuse. God. Jesus Christ, this is like a nightmare. Yeah, this is a physical nightmare. Yep, (laughs) yep. So Larry was held captive for six weeks. Holy shit. That's like almost two months. Holy shit. Larry trained himself to sleep without moving because he didn't want to draw attention to himself and have to endure more abuse. I don't know if, like, Robert was sleeping next to him or what, but he would just, like, sleep sitting up and not move. He did everything he could to not antagonize Robert so he wouldn't have to go to the basement. Like, he wanted to stay on the bed. Yeah. And on the sixth week, Larry, he, like, broke his cooperation and he bit deeply on Robert's penis. (gasps) Like, yeah. It was like, chomp, chomp. and (laughs) Nom, nom, motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah. Toodaloo, motherfucker. (laughs) In response... Robert bludgeoned Larry unconscious with a tree branch and then suffocated him with a bag and a Where rope did, around his neck. he just had a tree branch? I don't fucking know, man. Oh, that's my tree branch. This guy has so many fucking things that you're like, what the hell? How, how the hell do you get shit to electrocute somebody with? That's awful. What an alligator clips that isn't doing like jumping their car. Right? Anyway, so this guy was living for a while and then he just freaked out and bit his dick off and was like... Off. Well, bit his dick. <laughs> Tried to bite it off. Tried to bite it off. Which, yeah. as we learned from Armin Mivis, is actually kind of hard. Yeah, it's very hard. So Robert had to go to the hospital <laughs> for treatment. Oh, he, my like, God. He, kills him and then has to go to the hospital. And he returns home to dismember the body. So he strangles him, goes to the hospital, comes back, breaks up the body. And he stores Larry's head in a freezer. And he eventually buries the head in his backyard. Okay. The other bodies, has he just been thrown into the curb like the other? I think so. I didn't write it down. Yeah. But this is the only one that he, like, buries somewhere that I remember. So Robert's last victim was a prostitute named Christopher Bryson. Okay. Robert brought him home for sex and knocked him out with an iron bar. Jesus. Not a tree branch. Not a tree branch. He used an iron bar. He's got a lot of knockout tools. Seriously. He tied Christopher to the bed and tortured him in all the same ways that he did the others. And he swabbed this guy's eyes with ammonia. Gross. Super gross. And after several days, Christopher, like, started to gain Robert's trust by obeying the, like, abuse demands. Yeah. And he earned the privilege of having his hands tied in front of him rather than above his head. Ooh. You see where this might be going? I thought it was going there with Larry, but... Yeah, I thought so, too, actually, as I was reading it to you. (laughs) Christopher also managed to convince Robert to leave the TV remote between his legs so that when Robert was at work, he could watch TV. I guess there was a TV in this room. And then, one day, Robert goes to work and leaves a book of matches by Christopher's bed on, like, the nightstand. Yeah. And this book of matches was, like probably used to like torture christopher yeah but he left him there and christopher manages to burn through his wrist restraints and he escapes by jumping out of the second story window wearing nothing but a fucking dog collar holy shit right and on he, one hand i would be scared to jump out of a second story window but on the other hand i'd be like fuck it i'd rather die yeah i don't know why he didn't just go out the front door other than maybe he thought it was like locked or traps or something yeah 
or maybe he didn't know if he was real if robert was really gone or what yeah i probably would have probably gone for the closest option too yeah so he broke his foot in the jump but he ran right for a meter reader who was working like across the street i guess yeah. there was a meter maid a meter worker i don't know if it was a lady yeah but the meter person called the cops and he was held captive for four days so that was in four days he gained that much trust from robert wow and that was just a prosty that was just a prosty just a toot just a toot not to say any but it wasn't like his friend or no that's what like i was that. getting yeah, at. Was like, yeah it yeah. wasn't like larry he had known before or whatever yeah right? exactly so the police come and they question christopher where he tells them all the details and chris goes to the hospital with a police escort and the police get a search warrant for robert's house Ooh, good so the same day the police search robert's home and they find the burn ropes tied to the bed and the electrical transformer with the wires leading to the bed. Jesus. And a metal tray with syringes and a bottle containing, like, prescription drugs. So yeah. it's like his full little torture room. They find that. Yeah. They also uncover a human skull in the closet, a decomposing head in the backyard. Oh, my God. Human vertebrae scarred with knife marks. Jesus. In the hallway. Like, Ooh. I don't know if that was in that closet or what. And human teeth in an envelope. Is he going to mail those out? I don't fucking know. Or is it like when mom saves your fucking baby teeth? I think it's like when mom saves your baby teeth. Maybe those were his baby teeth and not even related to this. That'd be hilarious. (laughs) It also slightly creepy. These are yours. (laughs) Robert's chainsaw was covered in blood, flesh, and human hair. And his whole basement floor was like heavily bloodstained. Gross. There were 334 Polaroid pictures of his victims that were found along with Robert's diary, a.k.a. his little murder log. Yeah. That detailed the torture and death of each victim. And more than 20 additional men who were not murdered were depicted. So they were like prostitutes and shit that he like would torture. That just didn't fucking. Yeah. He would like drug them and molest them. So I don't know if they wouldn't remember or if they would just like run away and be like i don't want to admit to being a prostitute so yeah that's crazy isn't that so robert was arrested and investigators tried to interview him but he had refused to speak okay but they had his fucking little murder log so yeah like you've already spoken yeah we don't need you to investigators gathered evidence of murder in each case in each case robert pled guilty And in some cases, he took a plea bargain where he had to confess in detail under oath to avoid the death penalty. So he eventually is like, all right. Has to give him all his fucking. Yeah, I'll tell you what happened. I did it. Because there's enough evidence against me. Holy shit. He got two counts of first degree murder and four counts of second degree murder. What? And he was given six concurrent life sentences without the possibility of parole. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Holy shit. On October 8th, 1992, at the age of 43, Robert Berdella died of a heart attack. Wow. In prison. At 43? At 43. So he started this shit at 33. I don't remember how many years this went on. That's crazy. Anyway, so I should have looked up what year they like convicted him to see how long he actually spent in yeah. prison. It wasn't long enough, I'll tell you that. No. But when he died, the judge who had tried him, like that heard his fucking trial he heard about his untimely death and the judge replied sarcastically couldn't have happened to a nicer guy (laughs) that's the end of my story just a little just a little fuck you a little dig yeah well fuck you couldn't have happened to a nicer guy glad he's dead wow that's 
crazy. I don't know how I've never heard of that. I don't know how I haven't either because I actually kept running into it. And I was like, oh, I feel like that's one that Aaron already told or something, you know, like yeah. the butcher of whatever. Yeah. And then as I started to read the details, I was like, at first I was like, oh, it's just like the typical fucking yeah. murder. And then as I started to read the details, I was like, holy fucking shit, this guy's crazy. Like he that's had a torture insane. log. Yeah. God damn. I said god damn. I hope you guys liked your very first Patreon episode. I hope you did too. And if you heard it already, I'm really sorry. I hope you like our rendition. Yeah. We try really hard to find ones that maybe aren't as popular, uh, but also have enough detail. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't heard it. And I listen to a lot of fucking murder podcasts. I do too. Not to say that I listen to all of them. So there might be some out there, but. Oh, I'm sure. You thrilled my socks off. Ooh, girl. <laughs> they gone. <laughs> Them socks are gone. Okay. Should we do our listener question? Yeah. Okay, so we were able to advertise this in enough time to get at least one listener question. Yay! And of course it was from Jackie Wood. What's up, Jackie? We love fucking Jackie, man. I She's fucking the love best. Jackie. She is. Oh my god. All of our listeners are the best, but Jackie, you crushing it, girl. That's true. So everyone else, take a page out of Jackie's book and send some questions for the next one. Hell yeah! Okay, so Jackie asked, when you first started the podcast, what were your husband's thoughts about it? So you go first. Ooh, okay. Brandon thought that I was going to get fucking murdered. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I hope that doesn't happen still. Yeah. He's like, you're putting yourself out there and like, it's just putting yourself in the public eye and that's kind of sketchy and please don't get murdered. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a, I feel like that's a fair response. Yeah. Lee was kind of like, I mean, he didn't really, he was really supportive of it. Like, yeah, you should do what you want to do if you want to do a hobby. Yeah. Pick a hobby if that's what you guys are into, sure. But then as I would like start researching it and tell him stuff about it, he was like, Why the fuck would you read that shit? <laughs> and I'm like, Oh no, no, babe, this is what I'm into. Like, yeah. Because he never sits around for like a full episode of the shit that I watch on like true crime TV. You know? Yeah, exactly. Because he doesn't like that kind of stuff. So I think he was a little shocked at first, like the <laughs> level of detail, but also he's like, You know, I you support do you. you, babe. Yeah, he really helps a lot because. This takes a lot of our time, and we have a toddler running around, so yeah. he helps watch him while we record and shit. And even today, like, we did two episodes today, and I really just want to be, like, playing with my baby boy right now, but Lee is like, you go, have fun, go do your thing, we're going to be here when you get back, I'll keep him up, and yeah. you can say goodnight to him, and all this stuff. So he has been really supportive, even though he doesn't fucking understand it at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, and her, she's got, a, like, a two-parter. It says, now that you have been doing it for some time now, have their thoughts changed? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> he's still like, don't get fucking murdered. Yeah, he's still like, don't get fucking murdered. Every time I come back from the P.O. box, if I ever have an email, I'm like, oh my God, look at this. And I show him because I'm fucking stoked. Like, uh -huh. you have no idea how excited I get. Yeah. And he's like, who is that from? Like, people are sending you these things. And I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, like people listen. Awesome? Yeah, like it's so cool. Like so and so emailed us. Like oh, they sent us a picture of this or whatever. And he's like, "Who are these people?" I'm like, uh, I, don't "I don't know, know. fucking Our Bob listeners. from the UK." Like I don't know, <laughs> whoever it is. And he's like, "Please." 
please don't get murdered. Aww, he says it in cute. such like a like disappointed, uh, like God damn it. Like I'm not. He's not gonna stop me. And also, like he thinks it's funny. Yeah. Because he married me, so he likes me. Yeah. And he likes my humor. That's good. Yeah. That's what you need in a marriage. I know, but he <laughs> thinks we're hilarious, and so he'll listen to like the first half of the episode or like the first the goddamns and stuff. And yeah. he's like, "This is why people listen." I'm like, "No, it's not, babe. <laughs> no, no, no. We just do that so we warm up to the murder. <laughs> exactly. I'm like you're the only one that cares about that." He's like, "I'll listen to that, and then I just skip the murder part." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lee doesn't listen anymore because he doesn't like that shit in his head yeah he'll listen every once in a while but i think he does the same thing where he just listens to the beginning and then yeah. fails he thinks we're hilarious oh that's so nice of him yeah. yeah lee's thoughts i think lee's become more and more supportive as he sees like how we're be- we're growing and we're becoming a little bit more successful and we're yeah. stepping out there and we're doing a little more here and there and we're taking it seriously like it's been a couple months now and we haven't given up yeah. so i think he's just accepting it yeah he's accepting it and he's become more and more supportive and i hope he continues to do so because that fucking helps a lot because this shit takes a lot of work jackie also said just to read off the rest of what she said here she said that she wanted to start a podcast with her and her son who's 21 and i guess he's like really not into true crime but she wants to like tell him a case and then get his reaction because i guess (laughs) they like have similar banter and he's like funny and shit yeah we think you should fucking do it jackie i think you should absolutely do it hell yeah it takes up a lot of time, but if you have the time and you have the gumption to do it, hell yes, fucking do it. And the only advice that I can give you is stick with it. Yes. It gets rough sometimes, but stick with it. And if you stick with it, then you know what? Hey, I'll listen to it, Jackie. Hell yeah, I will. I will too, is what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and since we didn't plan this in enough time to have more listener questions, mm-hmm. we've decided that we're each going to ask each other a silly question. Yeah. And that's how all of these can go. You guys can ask us stupid questions, serious questions. It doesn't have to be about murder. It could be about anything. And we'll fucking answer it because we're here to talk to you. Yeah. Okay. So my silly question. I'm ready. I literally came up with this one day while I was driving. It was just a thought in my head. And then I thought, maybe I'll ask Aaron this. (laughs) But if you had to right now come up with a new cartoon premise. Okay. For like your child to grow up on. Mm -hmm. What would it be? Huh. <laughs> I went off on like a whole thought tangent. Do you want me to go first while you think? No, because it'll one? spoil my, my okay. thinking. Okay, I don't want to spoil your thought process. Yeah. Let's see. What if you name the same idea as me? <laughs> <laughs> then that's how we know we're really the same I fucking know, person. Right? I think I would do... Oh, let's see. It has to be original. Are we thinking like educational here? I mean, it can be whatever the fuck you want. Like pick a cartoon that you would like as an adult to watch. And then you can also let your kid watch it. My thing was like, oh, something for my kid. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but also, I would let my kid watch Family Guy. <laughs> that's true. I'm like, it's a cartoon, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I think probably probably something like, I mean, it's kind of not very original, but something like Harry Potter-ish. Ooh. Like, yeah. Like, Mine's not know? original either. Don't worry. Okay, good. <laughs> like, a, like a kid gets a letter to go to fucking the academy or whatever. Like that kind of a thing. Yeah. Because you know? like, we worry. read all of those books. Exactly. Like something that's going to like, oh, here's the world. But check this out. This is a different world yeah. that you're a part of because you're fucking awesome. And only you know about. Yeah. Because I touched you with the power of magic. Yeah. Because I touched you where you pee. <laughs> no. No. Oh, not, no. That's not that's, what we're into. That's not where we were going. No, no, no. 
Okay, mine would be similar to like, I think we need to bring back fucking Inspector Gadget. Ooh, good one. So like an investigative thing where there's like a faceless villain and nobody knows what the fuck the faceless villain is all about. Like Scooby-Doo kind of? Yeah. It's like a mix of Scooby-Doo and fucking Inspector Gadget. But then I feel like I want to like wrap in environmental like teachings like uh, Captain Planet. I'm going for a mesh here. Okay. So like maybe the villain is just like, you know, destroying the planet. With like fucking red X's on the tree and hexes smoke. Oh yeah, uh huh. <laughs> and then so now I'm going Fern Gully. Yeah. And then like your Inspector Gadget person dude thing has like cool detective powers and can also save the world and planet from total destruction. Okay. I in feel every like you're episode. also channeling a little bit of true crime in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that shit. Hell yeah. That'd be a good one. Also, I feel like the villain needs a cat. Oh, well, that most can villains stroke. have cats. <laughs> that's, that's true. Because cats are bitches, too. Yeah, cats are bitches. Yeah. Okay, give me your question. Okay, so my question is just, <laughs> if you had a boat, what would you name it? <laughs> Ooh, what kind of boat? Is it like a... Baby, you got whatever kind of boat you want. I just licked the fucking mouth screen. This is why we keep them separate. Yeah. <laughs> this is why this one is mine. Yeah. Uh, okay, if I had a boat, I would want a yacht. Ooh, okay. Because I'd want to have all my friends on my boat and we would have cheap champagne and fucking hot dogs. Uh-huh. Yep. Because <laughs> I'm not that classy, even though I have a yacht. Yeah. So I feel like I would name it something punny. Mm-hmm. Ooh. You know what I would do, actually? Did you ever see the movie Overboard? Yes, actually. Where, with uh, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell? Yeah. What are the two names they yell? Arturo! Oh, I have no idea. Oh, man, I have to... Well, I know Arturo is one of them, so I would name it Arturo, and every time somebody would ask me, I'd be like, have you ever seen the movie Overboard? (laughs) I feel like you just said what my boat's name would be. Overboard? (laughs) No. Cheap Champagne. (laughs) That's a good one. I like it. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what I would name it. It'd probably be something pretty punty, too. Like, it has to be... You know, yeah, uh, whatever, fucking silly booze on the water, whatever, yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah, something stupid like that, yeah, or it'd be like, ahoy, matey, yeah, and everybody'd be like, ahoy, s- mate, and you'd be like, no, no, you say matey, yeah, like, we're pirates here, <laughs> Arr. Arr. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I feel like it's like cheap trick, you know, yeah, punk rock band or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, and I'd be like, cheap champagne, cheap and they'd champagne, be like, why do you have a yacht and drink cheap, cheap champagne? Okay, then you could have the yacht that says cheap champagne and i'll have the yacht that's called andre Ooh, and we'll just yacht together yeah we could always park them together yeah <laughs> that's how you... or it'll just be called brute <laughs> <laughs> mine's gonna be dry duck or whatever cold duck <laughs> that was the we- silliest champagne we've that ever was. had well that was fun anyway that's our fucking patreon episode i hope that y'all enjoyed it yes so now we got to figure out how to put this on patreon yeah Thanks for sticking around. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Send us a little heads up. Let us know what you thought about it. What you kind of shit you want to hear. Send yeah. us questions. Yeah. Yeah. Send us some questions. We need more questions. Otherwise, you guys are just going to hear us ask ourselves questions. Stupid questions. And I already know essentially everything about Stacy, So it's going to get real silly up in here. It's going to get real weird. Yeah. We love you guys. Love you. Until next month. Bye. Later. Did we explain their monthly? Nah. Okay.